Namaste, and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine, and I've been diving into the world of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self-heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call in our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more. Or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome. If you are just getting signed in, happy full moon. The full moon is rising tonight. We'll be in its fullest expression tomorrow morning in the sign of Aries. And we're going to talk all about it here tonight. So if you're just getting signed on, you might want to have a piece of paper, something to write things down or take notes, or just make yourself comfortable so that you can have your full attention here, really be in this ceremony tonight with us. And if this is your first time tuning into a moon circle with me, my name is Vina Lene Rachel. I am a moon priestess, an intuitive, an emotional alchemist, and a channeler of the divine. And I host these moon circles every new and full moon in the virtual space so that we can all come together online, learn a little bit about the moon and the current current astrology, and also talk about how to celebrate the current energy of the moon at hand. So tonight we're gonna talk about Vedic astrology, we're gonna talk about Western astrology, we'll talk a little bit about the planets that just went direct. We'll do a breathwork practice tonight. I have some tarot cards pulled. I always do a tarot reading for the moon as well. And we'll also open and close our sacred circle together. So before we get started, let's all just collectively settle in here. Let's take a deep breath, find a nice supportive posture, tall spine, take a deep breath in through the nose, let it all out. I think we'll do two more of those. Deep breath in, deep breath out. Last time. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our full moon circle tonight. I think we're going to get started right away by just bringing in the five elements like we always do. 
And if you do not have these elements at home, that's okay. You're going to be experiencing the energy of these elements in our circle tonight. But these are just ideas of different things that you could use if you were doing your own ceremony at home. And of course, you should bring in your own tools and elements that you feel are appropriate for your ceremony as well. I'm starting with a crystal tonight. We're going to be using carnelian tonight. And this carnelian a little bit of red there and yellow you can see it and it's good for circulation it's also good for kind of getting our energy up or harmonizing our heart energy i'm also bringing in the element of white sage so i always like to smudge our spaces and smudge myself before we get started i'm going to combine this with the element of fire get this sage stick burning and you can see when i combine those elements of earth and fire i do get the element of smoke or wind there it is and when we see that smudging smoke we can see that the veil is thin we can see the other side so i'm just going to let you receive this cleanse the tech i'm using to communicate with you here Cleanse myself, cleanse the space, just purify the air a little bit for release. It's always funny, the smudge sticks never burn long here in the studio because I spend so much time doing energy work in here and blessing these spaces, so it doesn't take much as far as the smoke goes. Okay, I'm just going to let that continue to burn out and we'll continue to keep going here. As far as, a, as an essential oil, I don't have it with me. <laughs> I don't have it with me tonight. But if you were to use an essential oil for your element of water tonight, I would suggest some sort of hot oil, like a cinnamon, a clove, a cassia, something that really helps to bring the heat out. Um, when you use these oils, I suggest diffusing them. If you are gonna use a hot oil on your skin, make sure to only use like one drop and heavily, heavily dilute it first. But using these hot oils also helps to improve our circulation. It can help to harmonize our energy if we're feeling a little overheated. We're gonna talk about the element of fire tonight. There's a lot of heat in the air with this full moon. But these hot oils, they can really help to um, regulate your energy and dissipate some of that heat if you've got too much locked up in your body. I also just have good old water, the element of water. There's a lot of air and fire energy in the atmosphere right now, so it's really good just to stay hydrated right now. So make sure that you're drinking plenty of water, and with the moon rising tonight, you might want to set out a vessel of moon water to charge as well. We'll drink that tomorrow, let it cleanse and purify you, help you to release and let go of anything that you need to release with this full moon. So I'm just gonna take a quick drink here. Wet my whistle. And then we already talked about the fifth element tonight, which is the element of the ether. And that's the space that we're sharing tonight, this 
space where the online world resides, the space that we use with our technology. And the great thing about the ether is it withstands time. So people will continue to tune into this moon circle in the future. They'll still receive all of the energy benefits of these elements. And then the more people that tune into this transmission, the more energy that collects here, which is a really cool thing. I said that I was having a lot of tech issues today at the beginning of the transmission. I don't know what's going on, but my microphone is not working tonight. Um, so I'm having to use my phone microphone and my computer microphone. I um, just launched a podcast last Thursday with my birthday and I set a goal to um, bring in a podcast every day for the first seven days. Well, today is day six and I've had to let that go because I can't get my microphone to work. <laughs> so just a lot going on with the ether right now, I think. And I'm gonna do my best to make it all work and record with my computer and get it on the podcast. But yeah, the ether is a really magical space. It's an interesting space and it holds a lot of energy. So that is our fifth element tonight. So just to recap, yes, Amy, carnelian, great one to use for the heart. We've got our white sage smudging stick tonight. My white sage was sourced ethically, by the way. Combine that with the element of fire to bring in wind. Wet my whistle with a little bit of water, but you could also use a hot essential oil like cassia, clove, or cinnamon. And then we have the ether. So with that, our circle is sealed. And then I'm gonna call in the guides and guardians of all five directions just to help enhance the energy of our circle tonight. You can join into the sacred prayer or just simply tune in and listen and breathe deeply. I'm gonna take a deep breath first. I'm gonna call in the guides and the guardians of the east inviting them in with the element of air, wind, energy of new beginnings. And we also ask these guides and guardians of the East to help us start over tonight if we need to halfway through this lunar cycle. We thank the guides and guardians of the East for being here. We also call on the guides and guardians of the south, the element of fire. Fire is burning so strong right now with this Aries moon. And we know that fire can be used for transformation. And so we ask the guides and guardians of the south tonight to use the element of fire to help us burn away what no longer serves. And we thank you for being here. We call on the guides and guardians of the West, the element of water, sweet nectar of life. As this full moon beams down on us now, giving us the sweet, nourishing nectar of the Soma, we ask the guides and guardians of the West and the element of water to purify us, to help us feel cleansed underneath this full moon. And we thank the guides and guardians of the West for being here. We also call on the guides and guardians of the North, the element of Earth, our ancestors, those that have walked these paths before us, the generational connections, 
the bloodlines. We know that the earth grounds us, holds us in our foundation, keeps us steady. And so we thank the guides and guardians of the north for being here during this time of heightened prana under the moon. And finally, we call on the guides and guardians of the spirit realm, the ether, angels, archangels, spirit guides, spirit animals, deities, gods, goddesses, cosmic beings, cosmic societies, the aliens, the light beings, whoever else needs to be here, whatever else needs to be here to help us see our magic and to guide us into our greater good. We thank the guides and guardians of the spirit realm for being here tonight. You can open your eyes if they closed. Amy says, yes, she feels fired up and now she knows why. Lots of air in the crown chakra. Yes. So we are in a full moon right now. And full moons are a time of heightened prana. Gravity is weaker on Earth. We're more pulled up towards the moon. And when we're pulled up towards the moon, we're pulled up into our head and even out of our head and beyond. And we start to feel out of our head, right? We start to feel a little crazy. We feel a little anxious, overwhelmed, heightened energy. And then we have to bring in the factor of this zodiacal season, right? So we're in the sun season of Libra, which is cardinal air. And then we have the full moon of Aries, which is cardinal fire. So when you combine air with fire, you get higher flames. And there's a lot of that heat in the atmosphere right now. There's a lot of temperament rising on the collective and we can really feel it. I was just talking with a client tonight earlier who said that just like everybody was angry today, everybody was in a bad mood today or had to complain or wanted to fight. And that's that Aries aggressive energy. So if you've been feeling overwhelmed, anxious, angry, jealous, triggered, aggressive, confrontational, passive aggressive, or you've been experiencing any of those things, that's just what's going on with the Aries full moon. So we have this heightened prana, this heightened life force energy, and then we have this heightened fire energy, and it all comes out with a lot of heat. So let's back up and let's talk a little bit about Aries, because even though we're in the sun season of Libra, which is all about balance, all about peace and harmony, we suddenly get a disruption when Aries energy comes into play. So Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, and they're known as initiators. They're very self-driven, they're very motivated, um, they're self-starters, they're very independent, and sometimes almost independent to a crutch. Sometimes they're so independent that it disables them because they actually do need help. <laughs> so you might have been feeling a need of like, I've got to do everything on my own right now, or you have like this ultra independence going on right now. That could be the influence of Aries energy. Or if you are an Aries or a fire sign, you could also be feeling that heightened energy as well. Aries is also known as the ram. So there is a bit of a stubbornness aspect to this sign. And you might be feeling stubborn right now when it comes to making change. 
So I always, when I think about Aries, I always refer to the mountain goats or the mountain rams that, that fight on the mountain and they're on like this super high cliff and the ground's crumbling beneath them and they still continue to fight and stand their ground. And sometimes that energy is good for us. Sometimes we need to stand our ground. Sometimes we need to stand up and fight for our foundational beliefs and like what we believe in. But other times it's not serving us and we actually need to let go. And that's really the energy I'm feeling right now with this full moon. So this isn't your typical full moon where you just kind of like pause and like let go or set some boundaries. This is a moon that's kind of giving us a chance to really start over and begin again. So I'm gonna ask you, ask you moon sisters and moon brothers, to ask yourself, are you being stubborn right now when it comes to change that you actually need to make? Do you need to build a new foundation? Do you need to move to the other side of the mountain? Do you need to make some sort of change in order to make yourself feel more harmonized, feel more peaceful? Stop being so stubborn about it and actually go for it. You know, Aries has a lot of power being that first sign of the Zodiac. So if you can just like humble your ego for a second and stop being so stubborn and trust that there's something better on the other side of things when you do things different, then a lot of change and transformation can happen. Now, I also have to mention that Aries is known as the cosmic child of the Zodiac. So again, with this stubbornness, you might also find yourself throwing a little bit of a temper tantrum right now. You might find resistance. You don't want to make change. You don't want to move. You don't want to do things differently because you are comfortable. But remember, the child grows and the growing pains that come with that growth are part of the process. We have to learn to get comfortable with being uncomfortable if we truly want to embrace transformation and change. So for some reason, I don't know why, I've been thinking a lot about the snake this week. I've been thinking about the snake and how it molts or like sheds its skin and how when it goes through that process, it gets a little moody. The snake gets a fever, kind of doesn't feel good, kind of retracts from being as social, kind of wants to crawl into its hole and just go through its shedding process. And we go through that same situation in ourselves. A lot of times when we're going through transformation, when we're going through a major evolution, evolutionary growth or step, we go through some growing pains. We might get sick. We might just feel depressed. We might have some sort of like self-sabotaging thought process going on in our mind. All these things kind of bring us down into a lower frequency. So if you're feeling that way tonight, <clears throat> if you're feeling lower frequency, just know that you might be going through a shedding process. You might be going through a growing process. And it's just part of the pain. It's part of the process. We have to learn to breathe through it and trust it all. I want to go over to the western side or the eastern side of the world. I cannot talk tonight, guys. Good Lord. <laughs> So, no, I'm going to back it up because this is a good topic. Let's talk about Mercury. Mercury just went direct a couple of days ago. I was born in the post-shadow phase of a Mercury retrograde, and I swear, every time we go through Mercury retro, right at the beginning and right at the end of it, I, like, 
can't get my thoughts right and I can't get my words right and my tech goes crazy. Like literally today I told you my microphone and my text being weird. So I'm just like dealing with that. But Mercury did go direct two days ago and we're now moving out of that post shadow phase. So we're going to start um, finding it easier to communicate. Our tech is going to start working out. You know, it's time to start moving forward and making more decisions when it comes to businesses or partnerships or contracts, big purchases, any of that jazz. Also two days ago, Jupiter went direct, which is the biggest planet in our galaxy. And Jupiter is the planet of growth and expansion. So this is why we're going through kind of this growing pain right now with this full moon, if you're experiencing that, because we just had these two big planets that affect us station and start to move forward. And we're only on the third day of that. So we're still going to be feeling some of that retrograde stuff pulling us back into that energy. So what does this mean moving forward? Well, the good news is now that Jupiter is direct, we can start growing, we can start evolving. Now that Mercury is direct, we can get our thoughts together, we can get it all aligned, and we can start to make more sense of things when it comes to moving forward and taking action towards our dreams. There are still a few planets in retrograde. Neptune, the planet of dreams, is still in retrograde. Now this is important because this means we are still able to tap into our unconscious thoughts and kind of really tap into what our spirit wants or what our true path is. And we can start to really follow that if we set our intentions towards that. We can also tap into ancestral guidance and just guidance from the other realm when Neptune is in retrograde. The veil is especially thin. It's always thin during full moons. So this is a time where, especially right now during this lunar portal, we could really call on our ancestors and our guides and our guardians to help us move forward, to show us signs that we're on the right path or maybe come to us in our dreams and give us some sort of confirmation. This is also a time to do dream work. So working on your inner child in your dreams or working on co-creation in your dreams, working on lucid dreaming for self-healing. A lot of those practices can be really potent right now while Neptune is in retrograde. We also have Uranus in retrograde until January. Uranus is the planet of revolution. So there are still some shakeups and some breakups that are going to come. And this is kind of that growing pain process again. If you've ever tuned into one of my past tarot readings where I pulled the tower card, this is what I talk about when it comes to evolution. Sometimes things have to break down or crumble or go through a painful like splitting up process in order for us to grow or in order for something to be rebuilt. And so right now on the collective, we're very much going through that breaking down process and along with it, energy is contagious and we're having a lot of breakdowns ourselves and within ourselves. You know, I've been talking to a lot of friends who have said things like, I'm just not quite right right now. I'm just feeling very overwhelmed or I've just had to check out for a few days. Even I myself, I'm getting away to the woods for three days this weekend just to kind of like check out and like realign because <laughs> there's a lot going on in the world right now and things still seem a little upside down. The final cosmic body in retrograde still is Chiron. Chiron is an asteroid known as the wounded healer and when it's in retrograde, that means all of our deep, wounds and the things that we've stuffed down under the surface into our subconscious 
they're going to continue to come up. So we're moving into shadow season. That's what's coming up right now. And as we move into shadow season, into the darkness, we start to really come into contact with these emotional wounds and our traumas. And, you know, it can be a really difficult time to navigate. So now with this Aries full moon, with the fire of this full moon, with kind of that like ultra independent energy, get yourself charged up, get yourself pepped up and excited about what's to come so that you're more prepared. I mentioned in my newsletter today that the theme or the mantra that I've come up with with this full moon is I spark my own fire or I light my own fire. We can blame everything we want on the outer world. We can come up with all the excuses, but the truth is it's always up to us to light our fire. It's always up to us to self-motivate, to go after our dreams, to take action on our intentions. And it's also up to us to do the dirty work, do the hard work, do the shadow work, go down deep into the trenches so that we can come back out a better person. So, you know, we kind of have to do the gardening ourselves right now, and we can really use this full moon in Aries to become motivated to do that. Okay, now let's go over to the Eastern side of the world. Let's talk about Vedic astrology. In the Vedic side of the world, this moon is in Ashwini Nakshatra. And Ashwini Nakshatra is a lunar mansion represented by the head of a horse. This is also the first of all of the lunar mansions. So again, we kind of have this like new beginnings energy or this straight out of the gate energy. When I think about the horse, I sometimes think of the race horse that just goes straight out the gate and runs its race. Um, we could also think of the head of the horse as a wild stallion right now, having this free will to make change or to stay in our path and stay in our wild nature back where we are, right? There's a lot of options to really move forward right now. We can take that action of the horse and we can really move forward towards what we want. But if we don't make that choice to move forward right now in this full moon, we're probably not going to have a chance to make that choice again until after the first of the year. When we move into the darkness, when we move into the shadow season, we become less motivated to do things. And it's also like just in the real world, it's the holidays, it's the end of the year. So we're not as focused on our goals and our intentions. So this full moon is shining light on all of it right now. And it's saying, hey, don't forget you have a dream. You want to make it come true. Don't lose sight of that. Keep shining light on it. Set a spark on that fire of desire and keep fanning the flames. Ashwini Nakshatra is also ruled by something called the Ashwini Kumar. And this is a set of cosmic twins that are physicians to the gods, they say. So this is a time for us to also get a hold of our health. It's time to take the reins on our life and take the reins on our health and get ourselves into an aligned state so that we feel good and we want to go after our goals and we have the energy to show up to ourselves and we have that fire and we have that drive. 
We can look back at our health over the past month or so, and it might have been challenged. When Mercury's in retrograde, our throat chakra is always challenged. Our throat chakra has to do with our overall vitality and wellness. But now that Mercury is going direct and we're in this Ashwini nakshatra, the energy is moving forward for us to now heal feel better, start to move forward, stop victimizing ourselves as well. There's a little bit of the ego that's been playing into us, maybe feeling like, oh, woe is me, or finding excuses to get attention. It's time to let all that go now with this moon. Also in Hinduism, on the eastern side of the world, this full moon is celebrated as Lakshmi's birthday. Lakshmi is the goddess of wealth, luck, abundance, and this is a time to say, hey, Everything is here right in front of you, but you have to go after it and get it. There's also a little bit of a need to embrace the attitude of gratitude right now. This moon is known as sometimes the harvest moon or the hunter's moon, and we're shining light on all of the things that really just make us feel abundant and make us feel lucky right now. You know, we can think about wanting more dollar signs in our bank account, or we can think about, um, you know, having material possessions like the house and the car and the trips and everything else. But truthfully, we really don't get those things and they don't come into our life via the law of attraction until we learn to be grateful for what we have already, to be a little humbled and feel lucky for where we are. You know, I say it all the time. I say as much as I, you know, right now during the middle of this pandemic and everything else, like I miss hosting yoga retreats. I miss being able to travel. I miss being able to go do continuing education in other places. But the truth is I'm also very grateful that I can still teach in my studio and I have a studio to teach from and I'm very grateful that I have a website and I'm grateful that I have a following in the digital world so that I can continue to teach and I'm grateful that I can educate myself online for free and I don't have to spend any money to travel or go anywhere. You know, we have to embrace the best of things and that's how we continue to attract more. And I know that if I hold this attitude of gratitude right now and say, yes, I'm thankful for my studio and I'm thankful for the way that I get to teach and I'm thankful for my job, I know that down the road more opportunities are going to open up. And actually they already are. The more that I have embraced what I'm grateful for during these past two years of this global pandemic, the more opportunities come my way, the more abundance I'm blessed with. Um, we just have to learn to have that mind, that like, positive mindset, I guess. And this full moon, you know, celebrating Lakshmi's, Lakshmi's birthday is reminding us that, hey, we are abundant. We are lucky. We are full of joy. We are full of light. It's all inside of us. We just have to see it. Okay. I'm all over the place today with my brain. I apologize. <laughs> it's the Aries full moon. It's all that wild energy. I'd like us to do a breathwork practice together. This is a breathwork that can be really useful to help calm the mind, to help ground back in. It activates our solar plexus, which is our internal fire, matching that Aries fiery energy. And this also helps us to just kind of like sigh out the frustrations. So if you have any sort of frustrations or any sort of energy that might be stuck, this breathwork practice can help to move that through. We're going to do something called Ujjayi Pranayama. This is known as warrior's breath or power breath. 
This is also known as ocean breath because it sounds like the ocean waves moving in and out. You might also know it as Darth Vader breath. So if you're, you've got an inner Darth Vader going on right now, you might want to embrace this breath to help kind of like calm that a little bit, move back into your yin state, right? So the way that we do this is we breathe in and out through the nose. But when we exhale, we create this whispering constriction of the throat. So if your mouth was open, it would look like this. Except our mouth will be closed, so it'll look like this. And when you do that, it builds internal heat. We call this tapas in the yoga world, this internal fire. It burns away what doesn't serve. It releases tension. It cools anger in the mind. It calms the overwhelming thoughts. So let's try this together and just see how you feel. When you're ready, take a deep breath in, out through the nose, constricting the breath. Good, do it again, lips are closed. Keep going, do a few breaths. Bring that intensity into the exhale. Let's do one more. And then just shake it out and let it go. How do you feel after you take a few rounds of that ujjayi pranayama? I know for me, it just kind of pulls me back down to the earth, releases all of my muscles. I just kind of feel this as I sigh it out. And it definitely clears my mind as well. I just feel a little bit more calm now compared to that anxious heightened prana that I was feeling earlier. So I mentioned that the full moons are a time of heightened prana. This is a great time to set out moon water to charge, but you might also want to set out some moon fruit or moon food. So you could set out an apple, a piece of fruit, some coconut milk, uh, maybe some bread, anything that you want to charge up the energy of the full moon because this particular full moon is also said to have heightened soma in addition to prana. Prana is life force energy, soma, is the sweet nectar of the life. It's like the, like the honey of the life, lo dolce vita, if you may. And so when we set out our water and our fruits and our foods to soak up this energy of this moon and soak up the sweetness of the life, when we consume that, when we drink that water, when we eat that food, we're also filling ourselves up with that soma and that nectar of life. And this honestly is just us, again, finding that like attitude of gratitude for everything, finding the sweetness in life no matter the experience, you know? This morning, I woke up super early so that I could record my podcast. I sat down, four minutes in, my microphone stopped working. I could have gotten really frustrated about that, but instead, I you know, shifted it into a positive aspect, and I said, well, now I have my whole morning just to wake up, work on my e-newsletter. I'm going to let go of this pressure to like put out this podcast because it's a full moon. It's just not meant to be. 
And then I had more time to hang out with my husband this morning and spend time with my son and just like have a good morning, you know? And I embraced that like sweetness of the morning instead of thinking about the things that went wrong. So I encourage you with this full moon, get out underneath it. Get out underneath the moon. Howl at the moon with joy and excitement. You know, dance under the moon. Make yourself happy. Be grateful for those two legs you're dancing on. Be grateful for that throat that moves that breath through to make you howl. There is so much abundance around us that the moon is shining light on right now, and we just need to notice it. I'm going to move on to the tarot reading now. I don't have a lot of like transition with this full moon circle tonight. So we're just going to kind of like talk about all of it. And then we're going to talk about the tarot reading. And if you guys have anything you want to put in the chat or any questions, any comments, anything like that, feel free to put it in there as well. But basically what you need to know right now is energy is heightened. Prana is heightened. Temperatures are heightened as in heat, emotional temperatures, anger, aggression, confrontation, all of that stuff can be heightened right now. But we also have this very, you know, interesting aspect of using all of that energy, alchemizing it and like fueling our fire to move forward towards our dreams and move towards our goals. But at the same time, also reminding ourselves to take care of ourselves and take care of our health and embrace a positive attitude about everything. So really, this is kind of like the whole shebang <laughs> under this full moon. Like I said, it's not a typical full moon. It's not your normal full moon where you just like release some stuff or, you know, make a little list to burn away or whatever. This is like really taking it all in and saying, man, we have been through this retrograde season. A lot of stuff has come up. This full moon is shining light on even more. I'm having a lot of feelings right now got a lot of energy right now really just we need to think about how to use all of that for our greater good so I pull three cards tonight out of the tarot just to provide a little bit more guidance and I'm going to go ahead and tell you about those now but before I do I'm going to take a deep breath here just to reset calling on the Guidance of the cards to bring through the messages that we need to see and hear and learn and understand. We thank you for the wisdom that these cards have to share. And thank you for letting me be the vessel to channel these messages through. So tonight I pull the past, present, and future card. And for our past card, I pulled the reversed lovers. So you can probably already guess what this card means. <laughs> Things have been upside down in the world of relationships. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, Mercury just went direct, but has been in retrograde for the past three weeks in the sign of Libra. And if you don't know a lot about Mercury retrograde, just know that during Mercury retrograde, people from our past tend to come up. And typically this is kind of like ex-lovers and romantic partners, but it can also be friends and family and everything else. But Mercury retrograde being in Libra, the sign of love, the sign of relationships, the sign of Venus, um, there's very much this like people from our past coming up. We also have had Uranus in retrograde and 
Um, towards the end of September, Uranus was um, opposite of Venus. And when that happens, there's also a lot of conflict in relationship worlds. So did you notice the breakups and divorces and conscious uncouplings that have happened over the past month? I know at least of three that I witnessed, um, but you may have even, you know, experienced that with yourself. You might have had a breakup in a relationship or splitting a part of some sort of friendship or relationship. Um, know that this is for your growth right now and that, you know, whatever, maybe, maybe you haven't had any breakup, but know that what you're witnessing on the collective relationships that are splitting apart, and this doesn't have to be romantic. This can be business partnerships and things like that. But anytime we have these breakups of relationships that are happening on the collective, we know that it's for change and for transformation. And we're going through a great transformation on earth right now. So I'm not surprised that we're having to reanalyze our relationships and look at things in a different way. If you've had anything come up from your past over the past few weeks in regards to people in your life, it's time to simply reflect on those relationships and look at what you need to do with them. Maybe you need to set a boundary with them. Maybe you need to bring that relationship closer, cultivate more love within it, or maybe you need to um, cut the cord and release the relationship completely. For the present card, oh, by the way, Libra is on or sorry, um, Gemini is on this card. And I also wanted to mention that this whole Venus cycle that we're in right now, the 19 month Venus cycle is in the sign of Gemini. So when we are in the energy of Gemini, we're looking at others like a mirror. So when you look at these relationships from your past, the ones that haven't worked out, can you almost look at it like you're looking at yourself in a mirror? Can you look at that other person and see what you projected onto them? Can you look at that other person and see what they reflected back onto you? I think a lot of times when we look at the relationships in our life that didn't work out and really look at them from that lens of like looking at ourselves in the mirror, we can start to see that it wasn't all their fault. You know, like a lot of times our ego wants to stand in the way, but things can be our fault too. So any relationships that are coming up right now, just in your memories or things that are coming back around, you might want to take a look at how you were reacting in that relationship as well as they were in order to make sure you're doing the right thing around the relationship moving forward. Okay. For the present card, I pulled the hermit. And it's funny, I feel like I always pull this card when there's some sort of aspect about our health. So first off, you need to see that these, he looks like he's all alone, right? This vagabond traveler, he's in the darkness, but he carries his own light and he carries his own staff. And notice the snake wrapped around the staff. This can be representative of our kundalini, our internal energy that works up through our chakras to help us feel more aligned. You know, this hermit is going through the shadow lands, going through the shadow work. And I mentioned that shadow season is coming. We, as I said, with this Aries full moon, we have to spark our own light. We have to light our own fire. 
Because when we get down in the darkness and we're doing all of this hard work by ourselves and we're trying to heal these traumas and emotional wounds, it's going to take us cultivating our own inner light, our own love, our own attitude of appreciation, gratitude, and acceptance in order to rise back up out of that darkness. Now, of course, this also means that you've got to take time to be a hermit. You've got to take time for yourself. So if you've been feeling overwhelmed, anxious, heightened in your energy with this full moon, it's not a good time to socialize. If you've been easily triggered, easily anchored, if, if you have like a higher temperament right now, not a time to be outside and be social. Take time for yourself. Do some of that ujjayi pranayama. You know, take time in meditation, reflection, Write out your gratitude journal, write out your dream journal, make a vision board, but start doing all of these practices with yourself to help you continue to evolve, to help you to continue to cultivate your light and to help you to shine that light as you move through the darkness that's coming up over the next few months. For the future, Four of Cups very similar to the reverse lovers right four of cups cups are a symbol of our emotion we have some emotional processing to do number four is our fourth energy center heart chakra we have some emotional processing to do around the heart and that's going to be continuing to come up it's going to continue to come up over the next um several months actually i think this card is telling us that really over the next few months as we go through the shadow season right so we have to also take into account that in the future we might continue to have some relationships that don't work out we might have some matters of the heart that we need to address we might deal with a broken heart we might deal with loss i think that we are going to see more loss over the next few months as we go through winter and we go through another round of this pandemic right um, doesn't necessarily have to mean a bad thing. This four of cups is also saying, Hey, like separate yourself a little bit from your ego, process the emotions, alchemize the emotions and stop falling blame to the victim because you're not a victim. Everything that you go through, even these matters of the heart just make you stronger. Every time your heart breaks, it makes it softer. It breaks that hardening of a shell. So find the softness in the experiences that you go through in the future and trust that again, they're part of the growing pains and they're for your evolutionary greater good. So just to recap, past card, reversed lovers. We've had a lot of shakeups and breakups in the relationship world, in the romantic world. We may also have people from our past coming up, either romantic or not. And it's time to analyze all of those relationships, find the gold in them, find what you can be grateful for, and also find the lesson and decide what you need to do with the relationship moving forward. And also don't let these relationships from the past that are no longer affecting you continue to impact you, right? Like let them go because they're no longer serving you to attach those thoughts to that. We also have the Hermit card for our present card, reminding us to take time for ourselves, self-care practices, self-healing practices. You know, we're also in this Ashwini Nakshatra, ruled by the Ashwini Kumar, the physicians to the gods. It's a time to get a hold of our health, make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. 
and make sure that we're holding a really positive light and attitude so that we're um, in a good space as we start to journey through the darkness of the upcoming shadow season. And then finally for the future, the Four of Cups says we have some emotional processing in the heart. We've got heart stuff coming up. We need to focus on it, pay attention to it, and make sure that we're not letting any of this get to the best of us. Make sure that we're continuing to cultivate our heart chakra frequency and really let it beat out as we move forward into the future. So that is what I have for you tonight, tribe. Kind of short and sweet. We got started a little late tonight due to some tech hiccups and things, so I apologize. And again, the energy is just really heightened right now, so my mind's a little all over the place. But I hope I've given you a little bit of insight on what's going on with this moon and how to handle all of the fire. You know, it's a really good time just to move your body, you know, move your energy, do a little shaking, a little dancing, some power yoga, go for a run, work out, you know. Aries is kind of known as like the competitor or the athlete, so you might be feeling the need to really move your body right now, which is normal. You might just want to connect to fire, you know, build yourself a bonfire outside or get your fire pit lit up or, you know, just light up some candles in the inside of your home. Take some time to really embrace this fire energy that's coming around. Um, you could have a burning ceremony tonight. You might want to like write something down and burn it like a typical full moon. Um, it's a good time to really do that. But, you know, however you honor this moon, just know that the energy of transformation is at hand. And, you know, we can transform anytime we want to. We always have the opportunity to begin again. We never have to um, wait on a certain you know, time when it's right, we can always just do it now. And so this Aries full moon is saying, hey, if you need to make change, do it now. If you need to develop a new healthy habit or let go of an unhealthy habit, do it now. If you need to reprogram yourself and let go of some sort of like self-destructive behavior or self-sabotaging talk, it's time to do it now. Do the work now. Get rid of the relationships that don't longer serve. Cultivate the relationships that do. Drop your attitude of being a victim. Embrace your attitude of gratitude. Take action on just being a better person now. Don't wait until the new year. Don't wait until your birthday. Do it now with this full harvest moon. Okay, tribe. I am going to seal our circle now, letting the guides and the guardians go on their way if we're good. You can still put something in the chat if you have anything coming up. Feel free to put that there. Any questions, any comments? Um, I'm going to mention this very, very briefly before I close our circle, and I will be getting it all up online and blasted in your inbox this week and next week. But I wanted to let you know that my program, Conscious Creatress, is opening back up. This is my signature 16-week, four-lunar cycle manifestation program to help you go through all the shadow work. You work on all of your wounds. Great right now with Chiron and Retrograde. Um, you navigate all of the shadow work. You navigate all of your um, self-sabotaging behaviors. You learn to work on that. You work on a lot of emotional alchemy and you work to make your dreams come true. And you do it all with the cycle of the moon, which is really cool. So just a heads up, enrollment is open. 
I believe you can get on my website and do it right now, but if you can't, it's cool. I'm going to have it all ready tomorrow. There's two, there's really four ways to sign up. Um, you can sign up by paying um, one big rate. You save a little bit of money that way. I also have a monthly payment plan. We also have um, a premium enrollment if you wanna work with me one-on-one -on -one through those four months um, where you get uh, two free one-on-one -on -one live sessions with me each of the four months. Um, and there's a lot of extra bonuses as well. So I don't wanna talk about it a lot tonight because I'm a little scatterbrained and everything, but I will let you know that Conscious Creatress is open. There is early bird pricing until November 4th if you wanna sign up early and save a little bit, but I am gonna keep enrollment open until December 4th. So after December 4th, it'll close. We will not open up enrollment again until February, until the Lunar New Year. We don't do things on January 1st here. Um, so if you wanna start working on your goals and your dreams now with the action of this like Aries full moon and all of the energy saying go for it, look into signing up for Conscious Creatress. We will officially start the program on the new moon, but when you sign up right away, you get my moon magic program for free, and you can already start diving in and learning about the moon and lunar energy and kind of how to use all that to your benefit for the law of attraction. So thanks for letting me put my little plug in there. I wanted to talk more about it, but I just don't have like the energy for it right now, and I'm letting that go. <laughs> So thanks for being here tonight. Okay, let's go ahead and seal our circle, releasing the guides and guardians of the four directions. Take a deep breath in, deep breath out. And we'll start by thanking the guides and guardians of the spirit element for being here, the spirit realm, the ether, for guiding us into believing in our magic and our ability to become whoever and whatever we want to be. Thank you for continuing to show us the signs that we're on our path. Thank you for continuing to contact us in our meditation and dreams and other spaces. We release you now and thank you for being here. And we also thank the guides and guardians of the North for being here with the element of earth. We thank our ancestors for being here. We thank you for generational wisdom. We thank you for having the ability to look back at our past with a different view and use it for the benefit of our future. We release you, guides and guardians of the West now, and thank you. North. <laughs> and now we release the guides and guardians of the West the element of fire and water. My goodness, can't talk today. <laughs> These guides and guardians of the water, the element of purification. I personally ask that you wash over and purify my throat chakra as this mercury goes direct. But we thank you for this element of water, the element of time past, present, future, we embrace the fact that we're always moving forward. And so we thank you, guides and guardians of the West, as we release you now. We also thank the guides and guardians of the South with the element of fire. We thank you for transformation. We thank you for the power to burn away what doesn't serve. We thank you for the ability to recognize the heat 
and notice whether we need to use it to our advantage or cool it off and let it all go. Thank you, guides and guardians of the South. We release you now. And finally, we thank the guides and guardians of the East with the element of air. Thank you for breathing fresh life into our situations and experiences. Thank you for helping us to always begin again when we need to. Thank you, guides and guardians of the East, for being here. We release you now. Deep breath in, deep breath out. And with that, our circle is complete. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for dealing with my tongue ties and my crazy throat chakra being imbalanced. I'll just say that I've been going since 345 today. This is like my fourth private session, if I think about it that way. But I have had three private sessions before this, so I'm just feeling a little... And this is why we don't do a lot on moon days. So thanks for being here. Thanks for your patience. I hope that you are feeling the blessings of this full moon. We will meet again next time on November 4th. It's a Thursday. We're going to meet at 7 o'clock a little bit earlier, 7 o'clock Central Time. Again, we'll meet here on Facebook Live on the Vina Lene Facebook page. And we're going to be talking about the new moon in Scorpio. So Scorpio is the sign of magic. It's one of my favorite new moons. And that's why I release Conscious Creatress to start with that new moon. So if you want to start embracing your magic, make sure to go check out that program. Otherwise, I will see you on social media. I'll see you in inboxes and our emails. And I will see you next time with our virtual new moon circle. So until then, blessed be. Namaste. I hope today's message served you. If you enjoy the Follow Your Path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. As a thank you, every month I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media, so thank you for the feedback and the testimonials. It truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.